listening to Matt Loves Cameras. It's only two weeks until Christmas 2018. Do you have a film photographer in your life and you have absolutely no idea what to buy them? Never fear. In today's episode, I give you a rundown of the top 12 gifts for film photographers this Christmas. I'm Matt Murray and this is Matt Loves Cameras. Analog photography related. Hey, how are you doing? I'm Matt Murray, and welcome to episode two of the Matt Loves Cameras podcast. I'm a photographer and camera enthusiast from sunny Brisbane in Australia. This podcast will feature reviews of film cameras, instant cameras, and everything analog photography related. In many episodes, I will focus on a specific camera, chatting about its history, its features, what it's like to use, and what kind of photos you can expect from it. But today's show is a little bit different. Today I'm going to share with you my list of top 12 Christmas gifts for film photographers. Now originally this show was penciled in for episode 4, but there have been a couple of delays with the podcast over the last 10 to 12 days. I've had some um, issues with getting the podcast on iTunes and a few small things happening with the website, but everything is sorted out now and with Christmas rapidly approaching, I thought I'd better move this show up the schedule and slot it in an episode 2. And I will be moving the promised Fujifilm SQ6 review back to episode 3. So I hope that's okay. Now with my list of top 12 Christmas gifts for film photographers, I will be reading reading them out in no particular order. Um, Some of these items I already have. Some of them I've ordered and I'm waiting for them to arrive. And some of them I'm hoping to unwrap under the tree. But uh, to be honest, I probably, probably won't get them under the tree. Now, I don't have any affiliation with the companies that I've mentioned in this podcast, nor have I received anything for free, sadly. Um, You can find images of all the gifts on the website, mattlovescameras.com, under the show notes for episode two, top 12 Christmas gifts for film photographers. I'll also put links on there to where you can find the products, where you can buy them. Uh, On one or two of the links, I might actually put an affiliate link up, which means that if you bought something through an affiliate link, uh, that would give me a very small commission if you bought anything. Um, That would be a way to help with the show's running costs and whatever. But if you didn't want to do that, that is perfectly fine. Just use Google to, to find the product and buy it directly. So the first item on my list for my top 12 Christmas gifts for film photographers in 2018 are the amazing retro camera socks from Many Mornings. So Many Mornings are a company based in Poland and they sell beautiful, funny, quirky, mismatched but matching socks. Well, what does that mean? I don't know about you, but the socks in my sock drawer are typically uh, matching socks. So there's a pair of socks and they have exactly the same design on both socks. So you can't really mix up left and right socks because they're the same. 
but these socks, um, they're completely different. They are there's no left and right sock as such, but they are mismatched but matching socks. So each sock in the pair features uh, different colors, different design, but they are related somehow. So let me give you an example. The retro camera socks, which I have ordered. On one of the socks, they are like gray black with a yellow toe and they feature what looks like a roll of 35 mil film. And on the little frames, you can see a sun, you can see a landscape, you can see a person. And so it's a roll of film sock, basically. The other sock is yellow, like a mustard yellow, completely different color. And it has features some retro cameras on. So it looks like there's some kind of rangefinder on there. There's some kind of old press camera on there with a big flash. And there's some kind of bellows camera on there as well. So very similar color scheme across the two socks. But one is grey black and one is yellow. Absolute genius. I love this idea. So on the website, the prices, uh, you can actually buy the socks in British pounds, euros, US dollars and Polish Zloty. I bought mine in US dollars just because that was probably the best for me buying in Australian dollars. The exchange rate was better than buying in the other currencies. So um, I actually bought a few pair because uh, I love sort of strange, different kind of weird socks. Um, one of the other pair I bought was a Nordic Lighthouse pair of socks. So again, this is genius. I love this. On one of the socks, there is a lighthouse. On the other sock, there are seagulls. How cool is that? I absolutely love that. Now, if you go onto my um, my travel photography Instagram, which is at Matt Loves, at M-A-T-T-L-O-V-E-S, and you scroll down 15 or 20 photos, you'll actually see um, some images of Nordic lighthouses that I took in the Faroe Islands. Now, this was taken with digital equipment, so I, please forgive me for the intrusion into this analog photography podcast. Uh, but I went to the Faroe Islands 18 months ago in June 2017. Absolutely loved it. Uh, such a beautiful place, amazing puffins, lighthouses, just a beautiful, amazing place. And you can see some images of those lighthouses on my travel photography Instagram at Matt Loves. I also bought, as well as the retro cameras and the Nordic Lighthouse socks, I also bought uh, for my son, I bought him some sausage dog socks because he loves sausage dogs. And I also bought my wife and daughter some and my mum. There's a whole wide range of socks you can buy on this website. There's craft beer, coffee, fruits, animals, all sorts of good stuff. All mismatched but matching socks. So I highly recommend this website. Number two in my list are some vintage focus business cards from Moo.com. Now, Moo.com have been around for quite some time. They're a British company, I believe, and they make really cool, lovely, high-quality business cards. I've had some business cards from Moo.com, a few, uh, Moo.com, not Moo.com, uh, a few times. Um, they're amazing. I love them. They will do really cool designs on very high-quality paper or very high-quality cards. They do them in quite low print runs. So you can just get 50 or 100 business cards if you like. So it's really, really cool um, to get some business cards done up for Moo. Even if you're just a hobby photographer or you're a street photographer, travel photographer, and you just want to show people, yeah, here are my details. Here's how to get in contact with me. Here's my Instagram. This is the way to do it. Get a short run of business cards. Now, you can actually upload your own photos to Moo.com. 
So you could um, upload one of your film uh, shots, um, you know, scan it and upload it to your business cards. Uh, a few years ago, I actually got some done up. Um, and they sort of had like an Instax mini design. So the business cards themselves are about the same size as an Instax mini. And the design that I chose, the front looked exactly like an Instax mini and you just inserted your own image in the frame. And the back looked exactly like the back of an Instax Mini with the border, you know, the um, down the bottom. So, um, and on the back, obviously, it had my name, email, phone number, website, and stuff like that. Uh, the ones I've actually chosen for this list, though, are the Vintage Focus series. And in the Vintage Focus series, they have uh, seven different cameras you can choose from. So, a lot of the branding has been stripped from these cameras, but there is a, a 620 Brownie, there's a Brownie Vector. There's a Hawkeye camera, there's some kind of medium format camera, there's a TLR, there's some kind of, I don't know what this other camera is, looks like a, I've never seen one like that before, like, is it a rangefinder? I don't know what it is. And the last one is, looks like a, a, a Polaroid 600 uh, camera. So you can actually uh, order a set of 50 or 100 cards and you can get multiple different backs, you know, so you could have all your details on one side. And then you could choose five, six, 10, 20 different images for the back of the cards. Um, so Moo.com are very flexible like that. You don't just have to choose uh, the one image on the back of your business cards. You can choose many and they will print them exactly how you tell them. You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. Coming in at number three, I have some fantastic little photographer's notebooks called analog books. So analog books are little notebooks that are laid out beautifully for photographers and they allow you to keep records of each frame that you shoot. So you can note what aperture, what shutter speed, the date and time, and lots of little notes for each frame. So when you get your film back from development, you can have a look back at each frame, look at your notes and work out, you know, learn from that, work out what worked, what didn't work, so you can recreate it next time. So I think these are a great idea. There is actually quite a few um, versions of the notebooks. So there's a 135 or 35 mil um, version of the notebook. There's a medium format photography notebook. There's a large format photography one. There's one for darkroom processing and there's one for darkroom printing. So I'll be talking about the well, the notebooks for 35 mil film um, now. That's the one that's on my list. So they're sold in a pack of two. They cost uh, $13.85 US uh, for the pack of two. And each of the notebooks has 64 numbered pages and records 15 rolls of film. They've got a waterproof cover. They use very high quality paper from the look of it. And inside there's also some very sort of cool um, photographic tips, charts, tables, that kind of thing. The rear cover is actually an 18% reflective grey card, which is good. And there's also some blank pages for notes. So I think this is actually a great idea and this is something that I 
think would really improve my photography with certain cameras. I mean, if we're talking about a point and shoot where a lot of the time the aperture or the shutter speed is automatic, then no, there's obviously not a lot you can record using one of those cameras. But I'm thinking in terms of, uh, say, my TLR that I use, which is 120, or my, um, you know, Pentax Bopmatic, which is a 35mm camera. Um, you know, when I take photos with my Pentax Botmatic, it's a lot slower process. I usually do a meter reading with an app on my phone. I then choose a shutter speed and aperture and I take the image and I very rarely record that down. So when I look back at the, the, the negatives later on, I can't actually remember half the time of what aperture I shot it or what I did that worked or didn't work. So a notebook like this, I think, would be really good for using with cameras like that. Um, part of me kind of thinks that, mm, would I buy one and would it stay in my bag and I'd get home at the end of the day and I'd remember that I hadn't filled it in. But I think because shooting with a camera like a Spotmatic is a slower process anyway, I think maybe I would try and be disciplined and fill it in. So the... The, um, the notebook itself is very well thought out. It's obviously been developed very closely with photographers. You know, there's there's room there for what film you use, locations, um, what ISO, what lenses, and there's a row for each frame number in your film, which I think is really, really cool. As I said, I think they um, cost $13.85 US for a pack of two for the, the 135 set. Um, the shipping to Australia is actually quite reasonable. It's $13.57. So you probably want to order a couple of packs of the books just to get your most out of the shipping. Um, certainly if you're shipping to the US or if you're shipping to Europe, it'd probably be cheaper than that. So that comes in at number three on my list. In at number four is a beautiful SX70 pin. Now, there's quite a few companies out there making pins um, to do with film and cameras, and they all look amazing, and I love them all. But the one that's made my Christmas list this year is from Official Exclusive New York, and it is of the Polaroid SX70, one of the most iconic cameras ever made. A beautiful folding instant camera which takes SX70 integral film. I recently had my SX70 refurbished to working condition which is very very exciting. I can't wait to get out there with a few packs of film over the summer months and get shooting. So this SX70 pin uh, costs 10 US dollars. The international shipping is about the same again. It's $9.50 to Australia. Obviously if you're in the United States or Europe it'd probably be a, a bit less. Um, but the shipping doesn't seem to go up much the more the more and more pins you add because they're pretty small and light, I guess. And I think if you order over a certain amount, you get free shipping anyway. Number five on the list is some Agfa Vista 200 film. Now, I've actually given you two different options for Agfa Vista film. Now, of course, it has been discontinued. There will be no new Agfa Vista film made, but I've given you two options here. The first is that there is some best before 2017 film available through a company in Finland. It's actually a camera store in Helsinki called Camera Store. And I'll put the link in the show notes because it's kind of hard to um, spell or say. It's cameratory.fi, but I will put that in the uh, the show notes. They're selling out-of-date Agfa Vista Plus 200 
for uh, a double pack, so a two pack for four euros. Okay, so that's two rolls of 24 Agfa Vista Plus film for four euros. The, um, the shipping to Australia, I think, was 20 euros on that one. I think to Europe, it was around 10. So again, you'd probably want to order quite a few rolls to get your money worth out of the shipping. But if Aqua Vista is your thing, that is one place to get very cheap, out-of-date, well, fairly cheap, out-of-date film. Another place to get Agfa Vista is the wonderful film photography project. They're actually selling in-date Agfa Vista. So this is the last batch made, apparently. It's dated 09-2019. And if you want to get some in-date Agfa Vista, again, it's got 24 exposures. And again, it's ISO 200. Uh, it is $4.99 US. And that is from the wonderful Film Photography Project Store. Coming in at number six is the Polaroid Originals One Step Plus. This is the latest camera from Polaroid Originals. Not so long ago, they came out with the Polaroid Originals One Step Two. This is the One Step Plus. And the major difference in this one is that it can actually connect to uh, via Bluetooth to your smartphone. So I'll talk you through the major features here. There is a manual mode where you can, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be reading off the website by the way, if you think it sounds a bit staged. So you can master your craft by taking full control of your camera's aperture, shutter speed, flash intensity, and photo ejection. I don't know what that last one is, photo ejection. So that's pretty cool. There is a noise trigger, which this sounds like a lot of fun. I also feel like I, potentially I'm gonna waste a lot of film trying to get this right. But you can trigger the shutter with the clap of your hands, the splash of a pool, or the bark of a dog. Um, certainly with my dog, Marshall Dalmatian, I feel like I will be um, ejecting the film out of that camera uh, about three packs a minute, the way he barks sometimes. There's a self-timer. Um, so you can do up to 12 seconds in the countdown for the self-timer, which is pretty cool. There's a built-in light painting feature. So you can turn a light source into your paintbrush, draw pictures in the air and capture them inside your favorite frame. There's a double exposure mode. Obviously there you're capturing two photos in a single frame. There's a remote trigger. So you can use your phone as a remote shutter trigger to make sure that you actually get in the picture. And the last one is a portrait mode. So there's actually like um, two lenses in this camera. And on top of the camera, there is um, on one side, there's one person. And on the other side, there's two people in a tree. So the one person is like the close up uh, portrait mode. And you can get photos as close as 30 centimeters or 12 inches. And the other one is pretty much for everything else. So I've actually got this camera right here with me. I've only taken two photos with it. The first photo I took was with um, one of my children and my dog, Marshall Dalmatian. It came out a little bit dark, actually. The room was a bit dull, the flash fired, but it was a little bit dull. The next day I took one of Marshall by himself. Uh, he was kind of hanging out near one of the beanbags. And that one, I'm glad to say, looks like the exposure is pretty spot on. So I'm quite happy with that. So I've only taken the two photos just to muck around uh, and to make sure that the film <laughs> the film works. A little story I'll tell you about the film. 
I actually bought in October, so this is going back two months, I was watching on Facebook, a lady was selling seven packs of Polaroid Originals iType film. So this is like the yellow packet film. You can only use this film in the new cameras from Polaroid Originals. The iType film can't be used in vintage cameras because it doesn't have a battery in it. Um, Obviously with Polaroid Integral film, the batteries are actually in the film pack. But with this new iType film, the battery's in the camera. So I, I was watching this, this lady's um, Facebook Marketplace post, the seven packs of iType film. Originally, she had it up for $80, and I kept watching it over about a month, and it slowly went down from $80 to $72 to $64. And then about a month in, I actually contacted her and said, look, I'm not trying to lowball you. I'm not trying to give you a silly offer. I don't actually have a camera at the moment that takes iType film, but if you want to get rid of it, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. And she said, yeah, I want to get rid of it. Give me your $50, we'll do a deal. So I drove over to the other side of town, to the north side, and I gave her 50 bucks, and she gave me seven packs of iType film. Now, that actually sells here in Australia for around $29 a packet. Uh, It was a little bit out of date, like maybe four or five months out of date, or maybe more. Um, so, but anyway, seven packs for $50 was a real steal. So I was very happy with that. Coming in at number seven, I have the analog adventure kit, make your own pinhole viewer and sunprint card. Now this is from the little vintage photo co, uh, for sale on Etsy. Now, some of you may recognize that name. That is of course the wonderful Rachel from the sunny 16 podcast. So this is a little kit where you can, it comes with all different materials and cool stuff and you can make your own sunprint photograph using the magical power of the sun and you can also build your own pinhole viewer which is just awesome. So the the kit comes with everything you need uh, except the sun obviously and you can make your own little cyanotypes and sunprint cards and all that kind of stuff and I think that's absolutely wonderful. Now, although I haven't actually tried Rachel's kit, I have done cyanotypes one time before, and it was very recent. It was in October in the school holidays. We have school holidays here in October in Brisbane, and I saw that one of the museums just west of Brisbane at a lovely town called Ipswich was having a uh, photography day at their railway museum. So, photography day, hello, trains, don't have to ask me twice. I had the kids in the car by nine o'clock, which was a record, and off we went to Ipswich to enjoy the photography day. So at the train museum, they had a few things like they had dress-ups. You could dress up like you're a 1920s gangster, that kind of thing. And the other activity they had was making your own sunprint photograph, uh, you know, cyanotype. So it was really, really cool. Um, At first, my kids were like, what is this? We don't even know what we're doing, but they really got into it. So they laid out the piece of photographic paper and they put their objects on top, took them out to the sun, then they washed the paper and hung it out to dry. And um, they really enjoyed doing it and I enjoyed watching them do it. So it was a lot of fun. And certainly if you've never done this kind of um, sun print card or a cyanotype, I'd really recommend it. It's a really fun thing to do, especially with kids. Check out the show notes at mattlovescameras.com. If you're on Instagram, come say hi at mattlovescameras. Or if you fancy getting in touch, 
drop us a line at mattlovescameras at gmail.com. Number eight in my list of top 12 Christmas gifts for film photographers is a beautiful, beautiful book called Retro Cameras. I've had this book for a few months now. I absolutely love it. It's a hard-bound book. Um, it's, I'm not sure what size it is. It's kind of like, I don't know, maybe 20 centimetres by 20 centimetres, 8 inches by 8 inches. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. The photographs are quite amazing in it. It sort of details through uh, in sections all kinds of cameras. So it's got 35mm SLRs, 35mm rangefinders, 35mm viewfinders, uh, roll film SLRs, sheet and roll film folding cameras, TLRs, Instamatic cartridge cameras, stereo cameras, panoramic panoramic, should I say, and wide-angle cameras, miniature cameras, instant picture cameras, and some retro accessories as well at the end there. Now, for each kind of category that I've just mentioned, it goes through some of the more famous cameras, but also some hidden gems in each category as well. And at the start of each chapter, uh, it also has a shooting guide, which is really, really cool. I really like that. It's not just here are some pretty cameras, it's here are some pretty cameras and how to use them and get the best out of them. And I think it's absolutely wonderful. Um, The photographs are beautiful, they're really nicely done Um, and it's just a really great book to sort of have lying around the house to pick up now and again and flick through. It's nice um, hardback, it's got a really nice sort of feel to the cover, I'm not sure what it is but it's kind of... uh, I don't know how to describe it. I was going to say it's like a snakeskin, but it's not. But it's kind of like a that kind of texture, you know, that kind of rippled sort of texture. So it's called Retro Cameras, The Collector's Guide to Vintage Film Photography. It's by a guy called John Wade. So I highly recommend it. So coming in at number nine, I have some clothing from the big clothing chain H&M. Now, which one I'm going to put in my list depends, I guess, on whereabouts you are in the world at the moment. So there is a t-shirt and a hoodie with a very, very similar design. And it's a design of the Kodak brand. So on the t-shirt, it's a yellow t-shirt with a red Kodak logo on the front. And on the back, they have the words, a Kodak moment. The hoodie is very similar. The hoodie is yellow with a red logo on the front with a Kodak moment on the back again. There is an alternate version of the hoodie as well, which is black and white. Um, So you can have a black and white one as well. So I went into H&M in Brisbane um, because I wanted to potentially buy the t-shirt, have a look at it anyway. And they didn't have it. I couldn't find it. They, I could find the hoodie. I found the yellow hoodie. It felt very luxurious and very warm. The only problem is it's December here in Brisbane. It's the middle of summer. Well, it's the start of summer. It's very hot outside. There's no way in the world I'm buying a hoodie in December. And even if I did buy a hoodie like that, it's probably only about three months of the year that I would actually need it, if that. So even though it's cool, I left it on the shelf. I showed an amazing amount of self-restraint in this instance. But that's coming in at number nine, the amazing Kodak branded clothing from H&M.
At number 10, I have an amazing little find. I have a number two storage box from Daiso Australia, which cost me $2.80. So Daiso here in Australia are like a Japanese uh, dollar store. Um, I guess you'd call them or pound stretcher or something like that. Everything in Daiso in Australia costs $2.80, which is a bit of an odd amount, but there you go. And the storage box that I'm talking about costs $2.80. It's called the number two, number two storage box. I've just got it off my shelf here. So I was actually looking on um, a website and I saw some storage boxes for Polaroid um, images, Polaroid photos. And they were quite, mm, they're about like $10 each Australian. And I thought there's got to be a better way of storing Polaroids than buying a a box for $10. It fit about 50 in, I think. And I thought there's got to be a better way. So my kids were in Daiso one day looking at all the cool cheap stuff as they do. And I thought, hmm, Daiso sell a lot of storage stuff. I wonder if they have a container that fits my Polaroids. So I was looking around and I found this number two storage box. And it is the almost perfect size for Polaroid images. So I bought one. I didn't want to buy too many just in case I was wrong. So I bought one and brought it home. And I've stored 80 uh, Polaroid images in this box. It's fantastic. I absolutely love it. The box is a see-through, so you can kind of see the images in there. Like, obviously, you can only see the top one. But I've got some black frame ones, and I can see where they are in the stack if I want to pull them out quickly. So I absolutely love it. Now, something else which was kind of unexpected, it shouldn't have been unexpected, but it was. It's also, of course, the perfect size for Instax wide photos. Okay, so Instax wide photos fit in these boxes as well. And of course, because Instax wide photos fit, that means that you can also get two stacks of Instax mini photos in these boxes as well. Of course, an Instax wide is roughly, well, almost exactly, um, there's double the size of an Instax Mini. So you can actually put two stacks of Instax Mini photos in these boxes. Genius. I absolutely love this. This is probably my most favorite thing on the list, and it is the cheapest. The number two storage box from Daiso Australia, $2.80. Now, if you don't have Daiso in your country, you'll probably have some other kind of cheap store that sells storage. So if you want somewhere to keep your Polaroids, Um, Do a bit of hunting around, take some with you and track them down and find them and you'll have a cool little place to store your photos. Coming in at number 11, I have the Film Lab app by Abe Fettig. I hope that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, So Film Lab is for analog film. You can view and digitize negatives. Uh, It makes it easy for you to do that. All you need is your iPhone or iPad with the app on and you need a light table or other backlit source and you can sort of lay down your color negative film or other types of film and using the app, it will give you a preview of the film as a positive. So that is so cool. Um, You don't have to sort of look at the negatives anymore and wonder what the hell they are. You can actually use this app and you can quickly and easily see uh, what's on the film before deciding whether you want to scan it or not, if if that was the correct frame or if it was a different one. 
So it's a really, really cool app. I don't have it yet. It costs $10, which is pretty reasonable. I think I will be buying this over the Christmas season and be giving it a go and give it a little review. I'm really looking forward to that. Number 12 on my list of top 12 Christmas gifts for film photographers. So if you listen to episode one of the Matt Loves Cameras podcast, um, you will have found out that one of the main reasons that I love to take photos is for fun. So what better way of having some fun than buying a cheap, crappy camera off eBay? So the one that I've chosen is the ultra compact Lomo four lens film for casual snapshot photography, which is basically um, a long way of saying that it's just a cheap white and pink plastic crappy camera, but it has four lenses. Okay. This is really cool. So it's like one of those Lomography cameras, like the action sampler. It's got four lenses in the front and you sort of press the button and you get the four lenses going off in sequence. It actually looks from the design of this camera it actually looks like the Desdairy Robot 3. Uh, the Desdairy Robot 3 is a toy camera that I picked up off Facebook one day, Facebook Marketplace. I picked it up for $2. It has three lenses, the robot. This is like a butterfly looking version, the one that I found uh, on eBay. So it's got four lenses, uh, white and pink plastic camera with four lenses. It costs $13.15 Australian dollars about 10 US or maybe eight pounds, British pounds. That's including postage from China. So that is a very cheap photography gift. The build quality is probably pretty suspect, but who cares? It's a a fun kind of camera. You could load this up with cheap film, have have a play around with it, give it to your kids or your family and see what kind of cool images you get with this camera. It could be completely terrible. In fact, it probably is completely terrible but hey it's just for a bit of fun who cares you're listening to matt loves cameras just a final reminder that you can find links to all of the gifts featured in today's show on the website mattlovescameras.com So it's been quite an exciting week. It's getting closer to Christmas. There's lots of events on, school concerts, all that kind of thing. I have managed to almost finish my shopping for my emulsive secret Santa person. Uh, I'll be sending a gift to someone in the UK, someone in London. And I have some rolls of film I bought for them. I've also bought them some Australian delicacies. I bought them some caramello koalas and a cherry ripe. So these are things that you can't really get in England. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It depends how much they like chocolate, I guess. Uh, So I'm finishing up that. I'll probably get a couple of more little things for the package and I'll send it off tomorrow. So that's all very exciting. My Emulsive Secret Santa package hasn't arrived yet, but I have no doubt that it will arrive sometime in the next two weeks. Uh, In the post, I actually had a couple of cameras that I bought come through. So I bought, uh, a little while ago, I bought a Yashka Minitech. Uh, And yes, I pronounce it Yashka, uh, not Yashika. I don't know where Yashika came from, but certainly all the Japanese videos I've ever watched, they say Yashka. So that's what I say. So it's a Yashka Minitech. It's got a 32mm lens, uh, f3.5, and it's got such a great sound to it. Um, Listen to this. 
what a classic, great sound that is to a shutter. I absolutely love it. And what else have I got? I also picked up in an op shop, which is a charity store, I picked up a Canon Sure Shot Joy. So this has got a 35mm lens, f4.5. Um, I, did I put a battery in here? No, I think I must have taken the battery out. It's got one of those annoying um, batteries compartments that sometimes Canon cameras have. They have, you need a screw, a uh, screwdriver rather, to, um, don't need a screw, you need a screwdriver to get to the battery compartment, which is super annoying. Um, but that's a cool little camera. One of the weird things about it is that you can take up to four photos from one press of the button and there's a little button on the back saying one, two, three, four, and it'll take how many shots that you change that to, which is kind of weird, but also kind of cool. That's it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed my list of top 12 gifts for film photographers for Christmas 2018. In the next episode, which hopefully won't be too far away, I have the much hyped, much promised review of the Fujifilm Instax SQ6 camera. Thanks for listening. Cheerio. See you next time. Cassie NMZ. Check the show notes for the link.